Hello everyone, welcome back to the Hawkins Do Coffee podcast. My name is Ren. And my name is Emily, and in this podcast we talk about all things Stranger Things. Hello, sorry that we've been gone. It has been a time we have said before about like health-related reasons, so we won't get too much into it. But honestly, it's been a time. It's been a hot minute. So it's been to speak. a hot minute. But um, because of that, and because we're sort of getting back into it today, we thought we would make this episode a little bit fun. Um, and we think it'll be quite a, it's a, I mean, it's a different one. We thought of it one night, um, cause we were just randomly talking about random things to do with Stranger Things because that's literally how we spend our time. I mean, are we surprised at this point though? No. no. I don't know when it happened though. I don't know when, it, when we got to this point, but we're here. And I think we're here to stay. We're just fully um, embracing it. Unless season four really lets us down. <laughs> and then we will reassess. Please don't. But um, yeah, so we started debating and then we were like, hang on, wait. This could be a cool podcast. How could we make this a podcast situation? So we are in, as miserable as it is to say it, we are past the mid 20s point which is really disgusting <laughs> absolutely disgusting. <laughs> to say out loud however that means that we lived we lived through the peak ya fandom times we actually did didn't we we did like we lived in that little bubble of like vampire dystopian YA everything was being turned into movies there were teams there were people camping out in Leicester Square I was one of them I um, mean if any context I went to school one day and I basically I had a pet owl um, and I was for a, for a couple of days when people realized that I was quite I was quite the talk of primary school if that gives yeah. you some indication of eras, etc., etc. Yes, um, I literally took a day off six one once to go to the Breaking Dawn Part Two premiere um, in Leicester Square. <laughs> I mean, I didn't do that, um, but each to their own. So it was a time. Um, I a time had a ridiculous. TM. A time TM, there are a ridiculous amount of t-shirts, there was a ridiculous amount of merchandise. It was young adult, dystopian, wearing my hair in Katniss braids, mocking J-Pin, Team Jacob mania. This feels like the worst expose ever. <laughs> so that was the era that we lived through. We survived it. But we thought we would apply Stranger Things and mash it with the fandoms of our childhood. <laughs> our teenagers. Our teen and childhood. Teenagers. So this is a weird Stranger Things X. YA. YA. <laughs> but before we actually eventually get into that, you can catch us on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts um, and Stitcher. Um, at Hawkins Do You Copy? And then you can find us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Hawkins Podcast, and Tumblr and YouTube at Hawkins Do You Copy. Well done. Interact. Join us. Join join our fandom. Yes. <laughs> what would the people be called? What would the people be called? Um, question of the week. Let's bring that back. What oh. is your favourite name? of a fandom that existed. I thought you were literally just going, what's your favourite name? Then I was like, this is a, this is a big thing to just, just put on the spot. Ever. No, of all the fandoms, what? Oh my god. Oh my gosh, why can't I just now not think of any of them? All I think of in my head is like, Potterheads. Twihards? <laughs> Twihards. My favourite is a niche one. Hmm. Uh, it's Crispian, right? And it was people that were lesbians that loved Kristen Stewart. Crispians. Okay. Should we get back on to Stranger Things <laughs> in YA then? 
Uh, we were talking about which ones we think could work. We have a few options. Mm -hmm. A couple we options. We do. I think we're going to start with classic. We'll start with Hunger Games. Yes. And with this one, we, we will talk about who would survive the Hunger Games. So what we're going to do is we're going to use, throughout this whole thing, we're going to use uh, the party, the six <laughs> of the party, and then Steve, Robin, Nancy and Jonathan. Because yeah. we thought if we do every character, it would just be so long. Yeah. And... And also they wouldn't be able to enter the Hunger Games. And they wouldn't be able to enter the Hunger Games because, yeah, exactly. They wouldn't Unless it was be. a quarter quell. Unless it was a quarter quell. Exactly. Um, some people might not even know what these words mean. Read the Hunger Games. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> the Hunger Games is phenomenal. Read the Hunger Games. Um, so would they survive the Hunger Games? Shall we go through the party? Um, I'm just going to say through the get-go, like from the get-go, sorry. Uh, Mike would not win... The Hunger Games. No, Mike would not survive the Hunger Games. I think he'd like to no. think he would survive. I think if he made it off the cornucopia, but then we have seen... <laughs> He's not we... making it off the cornucopia. But then we have seen like in moments within the show when he will run into things and just be like... He'll like knock a shoulder and be in severe pain. And just moments like that. He's he's not getting off. The he's not getting off. But I think if he by some miracle he did, by some miracle, I think his issue would be he would jump at things quite yeah. quickly, and I think yeah. he would look at it in aspect he not necessarily too competitive, but he will rush at decisions, and I think that would be his, his downfall. downfall. Yeah. Hmm. No, I, I completely agree. Hmm. I'd like to think he would get off the starting pedestal, but I, don't I think know. he would be in the uh, opening night of the drum beats. Oh, Mike Wheeler. <laughs> Mike Sorry, Mike Wheeler, but you're not surviving the Hunger Games. No, I mean, I was going to say, would it depend on who it is? No, it absolutely would not depend on who it is. He tripped over a rock and damaged himself. So, no, he's not surviving the Hunger Games. No. Um, okay, no. let's, go, let's go Lucas. Lucas, I think, would get quite far. Because yeah. I feel like Lucas would be quite resourceful. Mm. Um, and would, could, could look at other things to use as weapons. Yeah. That's what I think about Lucas, I think. Because, obviously, like... Obviously, fireworks are explosives, but it's the way that he sees the fireworks in season three, and he's like, "We could use this." Yeah, it's very Katniss within the book, actually. Yeah. You know when they've got the mount, the mount. Yeah, you know, like the food mountain. Let's call it that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the food mountain they're yeah, storing, yeah. and she's like, "Okay, no, I'm gonna use this and get rid of their resources, etc." I think, yeah, I yeah. agree. He'd be kind of like that. I don't know if he'd win. I think he he could win. He could win. I don't it would depend who he was in the arena with. I think with him, I don't know if he would make the kill, essentially. I think he would go to survive, which is what he pretty much does throughout the series anyway. His is more, let's yeah. buy us time, let's act on survival. Like yeah. season three with the fireworks. They know they're not going to do yeah. anything, they're to buy time. I don't yeah. know if he would actively go, I can do this. Yeah. If it came down to like versus someone else, could he actually, yeah, kill someone? No, but I I do think he'd get quite far. Like yeah. genuinely, I think he would get quite yeah. far. Yeah, it's interesting. I think we've said before that him and Mike are quite similar, but I think both are quite impulsive in a way and quite hot headed yeah. in that. But I think out of the two of them, Mike couldn't survive because I think he's just that bit too impulsive and whereas lucas will go i'm gonna do this but then think about it michael kind of go mm -hmm. no we need to do this and mm -hmm. i think that's why lucas would get the edge over yeah i agree i think i really don't know about dustin i've been trying to think about this because we've been trying to we've, we've had this planned and an idea yeah. that we've had for a while that we thought was quite fun and i really don't know like dustin is really smart obviously we mm. see that from camp nowhere and he can make things he's quite resourceful but like i again don't know 
if he could potentially win the Hunger Games. Like, I don't know if he would get Mm. that far. But then I think about how he is with Dart and setting that all up and being able to Mm. do that. Mm. Um, But I I, I still don't know. I think he's going to have working. Is it Beatty? Is that his name? Beatty? Beatty, yeah. Yeah. The one that works with all the technology and stuff. I wonder Mm. if it will be, like, him in that situation. Mm -hmm. Because... Anyway, I'm going to group him with Will in this. And you understand, we'll focus more on him in a minute. I think both of them two are ones that would wait it out. Yes. And they would be ones that would get far, potentially win it, by doing nothing. Yeah. But let's go back to Dustin. Like Hamish. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that kind of situation. They would work by that way. Actually, I wonder if Dustin would be a Hamish situation then. Like literally that kind of thing. And just very much it's, he helps as much as he can and will work in that team. Because I think that's what he is. He's very much in that aspect, isn't he? So much like we're mm-hmm. parties to get, get it to work. And things only work with him as that glue. Yeah. So I wonder if it will be like that then, that his aim will be me and you are going to get to this point. But it will be almost like that fluke scenario where... That's it now, and he wins by that. Yeah, hmm. and I also think that Dustin would form an alliance. Yeah. Whereas I think Mike and Lucas hmm. would possibly try and go at it alone as and much not as they could. Trust as much as they could, and not trust other people. Whereas I think Dustin would be quite likely to join an alliance. Hmm. I could see that. Yeah. Saying that though, with Mike, late saying he did later down the line. I'm only looking at L in season one. Yeah, I wonder if he would if if he made it off the cornucopia. Um, He's not making off the cornucopia. If he did, I wonder if he did. But it would be more. Would that be his downfall then? It'd be essentially a case of possibly. We we need each other to get far, but then when it comes yeah. right down to it, that's what will let him down. Yeah. Mm. No, I could see that. I mm. could see that. I think Will, all bias aside, yeah. genuinely could win. Mm. And based on, solely based on his, I don't think he would want to kill anyone, but based on his survival in the Upside Down, yeah. He he survived in the Upside Down for a week. Mm. A whole week. Yeah. And he knows how to use weapons, because we saw the gun. Yeah, he knows mm. how to use the weapons. He loaded that pretty... He, he knew what to yeah. do. Um, and he's always willing to try and fight something. Like, mm. he's always there, ready to kind of do it. Mm. Um, and he is very smart. He's very logical, I think, and very strategic. And I, I, I do think he, I do think he could potentially win. Mm. I, I do. I think he could do it, but I think a lot of it would be based on his survival yeah. rather than attack. Mm. I think it would be a very specific circumstance if he did, because if you think about that scene in season three. And the scene that followed that in season three, that there is that kind of, you can switch kind of thing. Yeah. And that temper, essentially, whether that comes from a place of emotions or anger, whatever, is there. So, but I do think it will be kind of a survive purely because everyone else died situation. I think no, that's what I it'd be. See that. It'd be out survive everyone else. Yeah. Hmm. No, I couldn't say that. I definitely look more at like, like you said, with Dustin as well, Will and Dustin being like the Hamiches hmm. of the group. Yeah. Um, for those that haven't read The Hunger Games, I mean, we've kind of just jumped into this. The Hunger Games is a thing where kids fight in an arena to the death. It's a lot more detailed hmm. than I've just made it sound, but that's what it is. But Hamish is a character who won The Hunger Games at one point and he literally won it by out surviving everyone else. And then they were at the top of a cliff and one guy fell and Hamish didn't. And that's how yeah. Hamish won. That's literally it, yeah. Um, that is how he won, wasn't it? It was the cliff. That was Hamish. Yeah, I want to say that. Or, yeah. or was he the one where something rebounded 
it was one rebounded, of them. Rebounded. It rebounded. Yeah. It rebounded and hit him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I could I could see them being that. Um, L would kill people. Yeah. Mm. No. I think she would actually like kill mm. people. Mm. She would be like a Katniss in the sense that when she did kill people, mm. I think it would really play on her mind. Like I don't mm. think she could kill someone and not worry about it no but i think she would kill people mm. no i think i think she would go on it still i i don't know if she would win though no i don't know if she would win i think she could but i do wonder if she would get to a point where it's like i can't and i think it'd be more for other people and i think yeah she would work in an alliance yeah, she would, yeah. And it would be more that kind of thing. She wouldn't go alone. She would be with others. I was going to say, I wonder what the limit would be as well. Like, I I imagine that she, you know, it would obviously depend on what district she was in. But if there was the careers from districts one and two, mm. if they're really brutal, I think she could kill them because mm. she would see them as bad. But yeah. then if there was a character like Rue mm. or someone that gave, showed her niceness, yeah, she wouldn't want to kill them. No, she wouldn't. No. And they then could hurt her. Uh, we were talking before that what would happen if Rue did make it that far? Like, what would Katniss have done? I think that would be a very similar situation with Elle. I think she would be nothing but... killed herself. Yeah, put herself out of it. I mean, yeah. think of season one at the end of that, where, with the Demogorgon there. Um, it's yeah. a goodbye mic moment. She would, she would do that. That would be her thing. Yeah. She would sacrifice herself to protect. Yeah. Like, because there's no way Katniss would have killed Rue. No. Not a chance. No. So, yeah, I, I could see Elle being like Katniss, actually. Mm. Like, I would say she's the most Katniss out of all of them. Like, yeah. genuinely. Yeah, I'd argue that as well. Yeah. No, I could see that. What about Max? Max, I think, would be in the Dustin and Will camp. Yeah. But I think out of Dustin and Max... Max is the one more likely to win it. Yes, I can see that. Mm. Because if you think how she is in season two, that yes. with Billy and the needle, essentially, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I think if it came down to it, she would form an alliance as well, though, I think. Yeah, I think she would too. Yeah. If it came down to it, she would protect herself i think and not in a bad way no 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 but in a self-preservation i think if it was kind of a case i'm gonna paint her in a bad light and i don't mean to paint her in a bad light that because it's kind of it's not survival of the fittest it's not that but it's that kind of thing of she knows how the world works she's quite street smart and yes. knows what it takes to survive. I think that's more what I mean. She would act with that in mind. She's been in life situations, which means that she knows how to get yeah. through certain things. I could see her kind of being like the one um, uh, Thresh. Yeah. Thresh. The one that's in the same district as Rue. Yeah. I could see her being like him. Yeah. Whereas, like, he could form an alliance early on, but then break the alliance because it would be a survival thing. It's like, if I mm. need to get away from you and break this, I'm mm. going to go. Mm. Um, and I could see him doing, I, I could see her doing that. And I could see her being able to actually just have that slight edge over Dustin in the sense that I think if it came down to okay there is this person in front of me and I need to kill them immediately Mm. I think she would do it Mm. I think the only thing that would let her down though in terms of it would be emotions like if we see how she is at the end of season 3 I know that Billy literally died Um, (laughs) but that she kind of has that breakdown then it's you have those few months where she seems to be fine and then you see the image of her sitting on the bed just clearly not fine i think that's something that would let her down yeah i think it would affect her more than she lets on oh yeah definitely she'd come out of that 
mm. really struggling thing. Yeah. I mm. like Peter. Yeah, actually. Yeah, I could see him. I, I could see her being like Peter. And yeah. he forms the alliance with the Koreas, which is very smart. Yeah. And then he's able to take himself out of it. So yeah, I think, yeah, more of a Peter situation, actually, than I, I would go, I'd go for that. One person who would definitely survive that would be Nancy Wheeler. Yes. Nancy she would win She absolutely would. Nancy would win. Yeah. I can absolutely see Nancy winning the Hunger Games. She'd get off that cornucopia, but she would be smart in the sense that she'd get off the cornucopia, but she wouldn't go straight to the world. Like, she would know. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nancy would be brilliant. Mm. I think Robin would too. I think... Robin would be in a different way. Robin would yeah. figure out how everything works. What's her name? Is it Fox? I want to say Fox. Fox they call her Foxface. You don't Fox actually face, find out her actual name. Yeah. The Katniss just refers to her as Foxface. That's it. More that kind of aspect. So if you don't know, if you haven't read it, she kind of throughout the book, she's always kind of around, is acting almost yeah. in the aspect that she's kind of learning the arena, knowing how this... No, works knowing what this is and in the end she gets really far yeah her downfall is literally berries and that's how yeah. katniss knows how to win the hunger games essentially mm-hmm. um and i think she would be in that aspect that she would learn how things work how the arena works where the borders are what timing she would work in that kind of mindset i think that's why she would get really far if not win as well like virus i don't know how far Jonathan would get in the arena. I think he would be quite protective, but I think that he would do it in the sense that I don't know if he... I don't know if he would put other people before him. I think in that sense. he would. That Think about how he is in season three when they're in the cabin and yeah. how his instinct is hands away Mike that side, Will that side, Will get that side. back. And yeah. I think he would be like that. Like, if you think about it, if both of them were in the arena at the same time, yeah. there is no way that Jonathan is putting himself first. And I think if any of them were in the arena at the same time as him, no. he would be like, I'm protecting you. Whatever happens to me, that's fine. But then saying that, looking at season three, when he gets hit over the back with the yeah. chair and survives it should have been dead jonathan Byer should absolutely be dead after that so or at least Mike. severely paralyzed yeah um, <laughs> so you know maybe maybe he'll be a surprise one maybe he would win it but <laughs> maybe bionic body aside um let's i don't i don't think jonathan would get far i think he'd kind of try maybe figure out things but i think he would be skeptical about how things would work and i think if in a situation with robin for example and she was like this is this this his instinct would be like that's not the way that this is working yeah and that he'd be very logic first over speculation yeah if that makes sense yeah no i i think though that that'll work before we move on to the next book Mm. Out of all of them, mm. who do you think would be more likely to kill Snow? Well, coin, but Snow. Who do you, who do you Nancy, think would be the Nancy. one? Nancy. 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 <laughs> Nancy. Nancy. There is a, no, there's no question about it. Nancy Wheeler would. I mean, I didn't expect, I'm not going to lie, I didn't expect to go into this discussion being like, Nancy Wheeler. <laughs> But Nancy but is would. actually the one as well that would make the decision to not kill Snow and to kill Coin. Yeah. She's the one that would make that switch. Yeah. yeah. Like, there is Absolutely. no one else other than Nancy. Mike no. would miss. Um, <laughs> I feel like, like he'd, he'd, like, go to... He'd one arrow, one yeah. arrow, and it would just miss completely. It, it would, would just go there. onto it the floor. Like, it would, no, it would rebound. It would, like, hit the wall, rebound and hit him. Yeah. There we go. That's what would happen if Mike Wheeler was in charge. Of Bless Mike killing. Wheeler. He, I mean, in fairness, he he turns the car over in season three. Maybe we're not giving him physics, and maybe not. He just he just would not make it off the cornucopia. Shall we move on to the next one? Yeah, let's move on to the next one. This 
this one needs a little bit of a disclaimer, hmm. um, unfortunately, which is really sad. So me and Emily actually know each other hmm. because of Harry Potter. That is how we actually are friends. Um, it was different times. It was 2017. We were young. We were naive. J.K. Rowling had not shown herself to be the awful human being that she is. Um, so we are going to put a disclaimer here um, that we are fully aware. Her views are interesting. Let, let's, yeah. say, let's say that. It just is nasty. Like, she just comes across as, like, a nasty human being. We have seen recently, though, like, a lot of discussion on Tumblr about which Hogwarts houses the cast of the characters of Stranger Things would be in um, and we thought it would be quite an interesting discussion um, it's really sad that in order to talk about Harry Potter related things there does have to be some kind of disclaimer now because obviously we do not support her in any way and you know don't want to do it this is simply just it makes sense to talk about Hogwarts houses when you're doing something like this we're gonna detach author from material because I mean yeah. like books are good they are good yeah it was a massive part of yeah. like since i was five years old mm. it has been the you know like the biggest part it was it was the biggest part of my life and it made me really happy for years and years and it is the reason we know each other as much mm. as we try and block out mm. the actual reason why we, <laughs> we know each other yeah. um it is the reason that we're friends it, mm. it is yeah. that's how that's how we know each other properly. So really weird. Literally just got an email from a fandom subscription box that is titled You're a Wizard. That literally just came up on my That's outlet. a bit creepy. That's a bit weird. Um, but no, genuinely, it obviously is the reason that we're friends. Mm -hmm. So let's put them in their Hogwarts houses because we have retained a lot of Harry Potter information mm -hmm. to correctly place them into their houses. Yeah. Uh, Mike is definitely Gryffindor. There is no way around it. Mike is the biggest Gryffindor going. Yeah. It would like, it wouldn't even. Do you know, like, how when they put it on Malfoy and mm. it just doesn't touch yeah. his head barely and it's just like Slytherin? Yeah. It would not touch Mike's head. It would be on there for a, like a mm. minuscule of a second mm. and it would be like Gryffindor. Yeah. I think Nancy would be in Slytherin. I was going to say that. I would. I would agree. I think. I think she would be. Yeah. I can kind of see Ravenclaw. Kind I can of. see Ravenclaw. I think it would be between them. Yeah. I think it would be between them, but I think I think it would put her in Slytherin. Ultimately, mm. just think, because of like, the way that she is with things, like her, yeah. the way she works out things, and her kind of. Mm. Attitude, like the cunningness, I essentially. I yeah. think, yeah, the way that she kind of works, I can see her more slivering than. Yeah. She hasn't quite got the wit. I think that's the thing that would let her down from the ring. Yeah. I think that part of it isn't there, and I think yeah. she would get wound up by a riddle. I oh think my that's god, what it is. that would yeah, that would drive me insane. Like she would find another way in rather than yeah. That. But then I suppose that is also very. Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Then. Yeah. They're very tied. Like, yeah. Hufflepuff and Gryffindor are very tied, and Ravenclaw and Slytherin are very tied. My Hogwarts house is a Slytherin. I've uh, only ever been put in Slytherin whenever I've done the test. I was put in Ravenclaw one time. I couldn't actually be in Ravenclaw because I would sleep in the hallway mm. after a night of studying, then try and solve that riddle. Mm. Like, who thought? that your past would be to solve a riddle. Absolutely not. If I've done a hard day of work, if I've had to Snape as my mm. teacher, mm. and then I have to, I want to go to bed, and all I want to do is go to bed, and then I have to solve a riddle. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Mm. And I think she'd be the same. I think she'd sneak in mm. rather than, or break yeah. in, rather than try and do that riddle, which is why I think she would be in Slytherin. Luke is actually a Gryffindor as well. But then I can also see him as a Hufflepuff. Yeah. I think Lucas is very loyal. If you think about him in season yeah. one as well. Yeah. With the kind of, this is the party. And we're not having outsiders in that we need to be very that. But then I suppose at the same time, that only goes against the kind of idea that they're welcoming. 
friendly to all, but in but a different ever, way. Do you ever think about how Ernie McMillan is? Yeah, that's the thing. Because he's a Hufflepuff, right? Yeah. And I could see him like that. He's very like, no, to protect ourselves, no. Mm. Yeah. Whereas he before that, he was really nice to Harry. Mm. And then the second he thinks Harry could be the heir of Slytherin, he's like, get away from me. Yeah, exactly. And I can see Lucas being like, that's like Lucas is like with L. Yeah, it is actually, yeah. I sort of think I would be tempted to put him there because I think... Yeah. And it does also kind of fit with what we were saying about him in The Hunger Games as well. Yeah. If you think about it, just the... Would build an alliance and would help and be loyal to you and that kind of thing. I would... I'd be tempted... I think he'd be a, a toss-up between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff. But I think he would go in Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. I would put him in Hufflepuff. Mm. Yeah. I would put him in Hufflepuff. Yeah. What about Dustin? I want to say Ravenclaw. I would say Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw. Yeah. He's an interesting one. He's quite difficult to place. But then could also be Gryffindor at the same time. I think... Yeah. He is one that kind of would, I think, float between. I think he would be kind of like how Hermione is when it's taking a little while to... Yeah. It, cause it, I think with her, it's either Gryffindor or Ravenclaw, isn't it? They're not sure where to place her. I think yeah. she, she, I'm not talking about Hermione, I'm talking about Dustin. I think Dustin would be one that would be similar in the aspect that it would be very much, you kind of have this trait, this trait, this trait. Maybe leaning slightly more towards Ravenclaw then. Only thinking about how he speaks and how he is quite sarcastic, he has the wit. quite witty, and he is one. If you think how he is in season three, actually, with the Russian transmission, they're kind of sitting yeah. there and trying to work it out. And I guess that would be that kind of form of riddle. Yeah, I, I, I my brain goes towards Ravenclaw, and it's not because of like the like, it's not even my immediate thing of smartness. I just hmm. think the way he is with things and his attitude and like wanting to kind of it because i think the thing with ravenclaw is it's not even that you're really intelligent it's more that thirst for knowledge yeah and i think that's what dustin has he wants to know more like he wants to learn different things and solve different things and know curiosity what's going voyage. on curiosity voyage yeah he needs his paddles he's in ravenclaw that's what we would say yeah. will is not a hufflepuff not a hufflepuff absolutely not a hufflepuff no. No. I can kind of see the argument for it. Yeah. Kind of. He is loyal. He is he loyal. He is loyal. But at the same time, if you think about how he is in season three as well, or even actually, no. Think about season two, first of all. He tells specific people what's going on with him. That he doesn't tell Lucas, doesn't tell Dustin, doesn't really tell his mum until it gets to the point where like, no, I actually need to say something now. Yeah. And obviously he tells Mike, but that's it. He's very particular in who he he can almost trust and speak to. And it's like, this is what I need to do right now. So I would say that leans more towards a Slytherin. I would put him immediately in Slytherin. Like, and it sounds weird because obviously the evil root thing, but it's not because of that. I think it's very much, I think... He knows what he needs to do and yeah. he will not, it's not using people to benefit him. It's not that at all. It's that kind of thing is that this is what I need right now and this is who needs to know about things. Yeah, I would put him in Slytherin whenever I think about Will. We actually um, didn't tell each other what we thought Will was, did mm. we? we? We both agreed that we he wasn't in Hufflepuff. Mm. Um, but we didn't say what we thought he was but i'm glad that we are on the same page because whenever i think of will like i just he is absolutely without a doubt a slytherin mm. like his entire attitude from season one from the get-go mm. like the way that he is with everything his attitude toward like fighting what he ever thinks is following him and mm. then his kind of the way he, his survivalness and that kind of thing like immediately i would put him in Slytherin because Slytherins are smart as well mm. like that's yeah. something that people don't talk about like isn't it that 
aside from Hermione, who's the top of the year, the person under her is Draco. It was for a bit, I think, actually. Like, yeah. Draco is up there. Yeah. Mm. And, like, Slytherin's, like, if you think about it, like, if you think about... I don't want to give him credit, because he's not nice. Mm. But, like, Snape mm. is smart. Yeah. And the way that he is able to sign of trick the most like even when he is killed mm. by Voldemort Voldemort still thinks Snape was on his side yeah to the end he thinks that mm. and Slughorn for example very smart mm. very smart mm. Regulus Black arguably yeah also very smart was mm. also able to trick Voldemort. Yeah. Not Stranger Things related, but if we're talking about Slytherins, Ginny should have been in Slytherin, and that is a hill I will die on. Anyway, continue, Will. Yeah. But no, I... And like, very obviously in season two, it's very Slytherin. Very obviously. If you think about the way... But then that's the mind flayers. The mind flayers in Slytherin, that's just... The mind flayers in <laughs> Bonus one. He, he's in the there. Dem- the Demogorgons in Hufflepuff. No, anyway, continue. Yeah. But like, if you... Yeah. If you think about even that journey through there and that moment when him and Mike are kind of sitting there and he's like, oh, what if this happens? Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, we'll do this. Arguably then... That also an argument for Mike to be in Slytherin. I can see him in Slytherin, but I think he's a bit too impulsive. I think yeah. the impulsivity would would push him into the Gryffindor. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's what it would be doing. Will's not impulsive. Will yeah. thinks on things. Will will sit there and think on something. Yeah, for a while. Mm. Max. Max is an interesting one for me. I um I don't know if we know enough about Max. No. That's the issue, I think, with her. That If you think about how we saw her in season two and then how we saw her in season three, they're the same, but they're also quite different. <laughs> My brain mm. is torn, weirdly, between Slytherin and Hufflepuff, which is a rare mm. toss-up. I'm slightly more inclined... To go Gryffindor. Oh, yeah. Um, because I did wonder Hufflepuff and Slytherin. Yeah. But I thought if I think about how she is in season three, and yeah. like the L getting to the Moor situation, and yeah. she didn't push L to use her powers. That was all L wanted to do herself. Um, just throwing that tidbit in. Um, but if you think about how she is with that, it's very much like. She mm-hmm. can do whatever she wants. And it's yeah. that kind of, even though she's not pushing it, it's like encouraging in the way, like, let's make some mischief. Let's do this. Let's do that. Which if you think about how even Fred and George and like that are. Fred and George. It's that kind of attitude. She's very maraudery. Yeah. She's very maraudery, actually, except Peter Pettigrew, who's a piece of trash. But she's very maraudery in that sense. Like, I, I could kind of get serious vibes from her. I could see her being Gryffindor. Now, when you sort of explain it like that, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. I will admit defeat with that one. You've, Thank you've, you. You've done a good case. Thank you. That. Thank you. I, what do you think about L? right? Because with L, my logic would be Slytherin, but not in the same way that I would say Will is a Slytherin. I would say Elle is more of a Slytherin because Elle can, does have that ability to use other people for her own gain. I go Hufflepuff. <gasps> yeah. Very different. <laughs> Very different. I mean, yeah. actually, no. Friends don't lie. Mm. All of that kind of thing. And yeah. the loyalty within that. Think about what she's like when she... All her thing is that I'm going back to my friends. And yeah. as soon as she sees kind of what's going down with Mike et al, um, yeah. she's like, no, I need to go back. I can't be with them because I'm loyal to these people. Yeah. I think that's what I would argue with her. No, I think, yeah, no, you are right with that. 
I think my only thing with the Slytherin is like she would like she left the cabin yeah. and would like use the guy in the truck to get the lift yeah. and would like she knows how to use certain aspects yeah. of life for her own benefit and not for anyone else's benefit. That was my logic for Slytherin. Mm. But you are right in the sense that when she does then have her friendships, yeah. she is really loyal to them. And that is like her thing and she will protect them. But then Slytherins can be quite loyal as well. Yeah, I think she would be kind of like a dust. That's an interesting toss-up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think she would be between the two of them. Because if you think about it, even though she is kind of doing that, like, need to do this, need to do that, it is all kind of aimed around one particular thing. It's always to to help someone. Yeah. To help that kind of thing. So Yeah. I think she is between the two. That's that's how I would pitch. Let's that. go Hufflepuff. Yeah. Oh my Let's gosh, go Hufflepuff. We've got like two out of six. Not doing too bad. Jonathan. I don't know, Jonathan. Me neither. I'm actually really stuck with Jonathan. Can we have a muggle option? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, Jonathan. Squib. squib. He's a squib. He's not. He's no, not. he's not. No, we can't do that. No, we, we can't do it with ones we're not sure. I'm just like, um, conveniently, they wouldn't go. I can see Hufflepuff. You can see Hufflepuff. I I can see Slytherin. Because Joyce is a Slytherin. Yeah, Joyce is. So we're not going to go into that. So Joyce is a Slytherin. We've said Will could be a Slytherin. So maybe Jonathan also is. Like, I think if you do think about the way he is with kind of family and that kind of, Mm. like, kind of those attitudes. And also he does kind of like keep to himself. He is quite like, mm. I am very specific at who I trust and who I tell people, like what I tell people mm. and who I tell, like you said, kind of very similar to Will in that sense. Mm. Yeah. And that is that loyalty, but it's not broad loyalty. It's specific loyalty. And you think how he is in season three, we've already had like this discussion um, before with Nancy and Jonathan and the work situation that mm-hmm. his logic is all you need to deal with the real world um, yeah. because you're ruining this for me essentially and I've, I've really yeah. like, dumbed that down but it, that's no, no, essentially no, no, no. what it is and it is very much for him and how it's going to benefit him even with, with the funeral situation even when Joyce is very he's alive, he's alive, we need to figure this out He's very much like, you need to stop because this isn't just impacting you now. It's also impacting yeah. me. And yeah. it's that kind of, and not in a horrible way, but like in a, you no. need to kind of see the bigger picture because right now this is very, you, you're being ridiculous. Yeah. No, I could see Slytherin. Like genuinely, mm. I could see Slytherin. Mm. And I think the people that he kind of does have, like you said, like we've, like arguing with Joyce and that kind of thing like it's I can see them also being like so like also being Slytherin but the arguments mm. that they have like he mm. yeah it's more like you have to mm. sort this like 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 you have to get in the real world for a second and actually figure this out yeah so yeah no I I I, def- I kind of get Slytherin vibes from Jonathan he's tricky because he, he can tricky. fit into a few things, I think. Yeah, he can. Yeah. He can. All, I could also put him in Gryffindor. Yeah, I could put him in Gryffindor. I wouldn't say... I was going to say Hufflepuff, but I don't think I could say Hufflepuff. I don't think I would put him in Hufflepuff. Because he's only loyal with specific people, I think. And that... It's if a Slytherin in that circle. Yeah, if you're in that circle, yeah. then you're in that circle. But I think... Yeah. Which... That's how I kind of felt with Elle. But then the more you explained it, her loyalty is more Hufflepuff loyalty. Where, so I said, where Jonathan is a, a Slytherin loyalty. And I think that's the same with Will. Mm. But yeah, I can see the Gryffindor argument as well. Like, as we said before with Hunger Games situation, putting himself... He would put himself before others. So if it meant him getting hurt, 
then that's what he would do rather than that, which is very Gryffindor, I think, that kind of jumps yeah. into the action rather than yeah. kind of sits back, assesses, and then goes that he would defend before attack, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I get that. I can see that. Should we put in Slytherin? Should we make final decision? I'll let you have this one. I'll let you have this one with Slytherin. Slytherin! <laughs> what have we got? Steve and Robin? Steve and Robin. I'm, I'm tempted by Hufflepuff. That was my first... My first thought. I think Hufflepuff for Steve. That's my... I just think, like I said, his loyalty, I think, is more Hufflepuff loyalty. Yeah. It's more a... It's more like, you are my people now. Yeah, And exactly. that is it. Whereas I think Slytherin loyalty is, I, it takes me a bit longer to warm up to you and figure this out. Yeah. Whereas, which actually, the more I talk about the difference between Hufflepuff loyalty and Slytherin loyalty, mm. the more I am like, you are correct in L as in Hufflepuff. Which is bizarre. But like genuinely, like yeah. the more I think about it, it is like how quickly she trusts Mike. Yeah. And I know that that comes from obviously like the trauma situation but she very and she is very loyal to him straight away mm. and but then she still is loyal kind of ish to Brenna like she still has those ties he's still papa like that's still yeah. there yeah um whereas I think Slytherin loyalty is a bit more specific and a bit yeah. more sought out and takes a bit longer um whereas I do think Steve is like it is kind of like once once you're his once you're there you're there like yeah. you know him and Nancy break up but they're still he's still there with her he's still he's... loyal to her he will still help her and he'll help Jonathan in yeah. in relation to that because he's loyal to Nancy and Nancy now has Jonathan so obviously he's gonna help Jonathan exactly he's also a good finder he is he is we'll just, we'll just leave that he's reference there see if anyone gets it <laughs> there we go. um. And I think sort of the way he is with Dustin. Yeah. And all the kids, really. Hmm. Yeah. Dustin is also a good finder. He is. He is. Robin. Robin. See, Robin's an interesting one to me. Hmm. Because when I was thinking this through, my hmm. first thought was Slytherin. But I don't think she is Slytherin. I would put Robin in Ravenclaw. I think she would get fun out of... My first thought is Ravenclaw for Robin. Ravenclaw. I think that's when yeah. my mind goes. No real She would just thrive <laughs> on those riddles. She would love being in Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw is her... Like, she would thrive in that house. Yeah, no, I agree. I think... Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's where her place is. She's yeah. an easy one, I think. Like, she's cunning. Yeah. I would say she's kind of, and I think that's why my brain was kind of like. Mm -hmm. But she's also got the wit. I think of Ravenclaw. But she's got the wit. The she's the thirst for knowledge. Like she is a Ravenclaw, like yeah. through and through. I think, and and they are very similar. Yeah, they think she doesn't really know what Dustin and Steve are doing. The first thing she's like is, yeah. "What well, can I have a go then?" Yeah, I want to do it. Yeah, I'm bored, so I'm going to solve a Russian trans. Like that's so Ravenclaw. That's the type of stuff Luna would do. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. The way she's... I mean, if the shoes are canon. The way she's decorated all her shoes, just make everything just that bit more... Yeah. Her personal. I think, yeah. It's... Robin's a Ravenclaw. She's a Ravenclaw. Obviously, with Hogwarts houses, there are crossovers with the houses. Like, mm. I think as well, obviously, you get put in your house when you are 11 mm. and there, and you have to be there until you are... 17 there is the debate of when you get put into a house originally is it who you are at 11 or does the sorting hat know who you will become yeah um which obviously so many different theories around the sorting hat process and and like there are crossovers with with different ones um but yeah i it, it's fun to try and place them and try and place people i've i have said i for me i've only ever had Slytherin, I had Ravenclaw once. I'm a complicated situation. <laughs> I've been everything but Hufflepuff. I think I was always Gryffindor for a while. Then it put me in Ravenclaw. 
Um, and then I did it, I say recently, it was like a couple of years ago, I did it again, then it said Slytherin. So, but I often get Gryffindor or Ravenclaw. I never get Hufflepuff. I, would, I don't know I what that says about me. <laughs> I would put you in, in Gryffindor or Ravenclaw, but then I can see you as a Slytherin. Mm. I mean, being Slytherin would make so that we would be on the same path. Also, can we just say, before we wrap this up, Max and Mike both being in Gryffindor. Mm. The common room argument. We love to see it. There we go. We have realised that this is a ridiculously long podcast and we still have a lot of things that we could get through to discuss. So what we're going to do is we're going to turn the Stranger Things X, YA thing into a two-parter. How do you like that, everyone? And we two-parter! And we will also put the season three opinions at the end of the second half because unless you want to sit here and listen for what is currently on my microphone one hour and seven minutes like we could easily this could be a two hour long podcast easily longer maybe longer to be honest it's gonna be a bit funny to sit down and just edit so yes. it's easier to split we don't want to do that we're gonna split it and you get you get extra you get extra time so yeah look at that there you go thank you for listening to this just such random but such fun i've had so much fun discussing these things this is so cool and i'm excited for part 2 because i just it's it's interesting to place them in other worlds because as someone that reads a lot and is involved with lots of different fandoms i really love the concept that the things I love exist at the same time mm. as yeah. other things. Like, I really love that. I love crossovers. I love, I just love kind of the theory that other things exist at the same time. Like, mm. the idea of the party being Hogwarts at the same time as Bill and Charlie Weasley just gives me a joy mm. that, you know, I enjoy such things. I enjoy such things. So this is really fun and I can't wait for the second part. But we'd love to know your opinions on... Uh, what house they're in would they survive the hunger games and also for part two if there's any other books suggest them because they might not be ones we've got on our list so probably not yeah probably not <laughs> because it was surprisingly harder <laughs> to think of some than we thought yeah. anyway you can catch us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify and stitcher at Hawkins New Copy. I'm really mixing this up for this last one. That's you are, it's wild. When you go on for one hour and nine minutes. Um, About so Hogwarts Houses. Us, so you can catch us there um, at Hawkins New Copy. Um, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Hawkins Podcasts. And then on Tumblr and YouTube at Hawkins New Copy. Ta-da. Thank you guys for, yeah, you go. I love that. Well done, because it's been a while. It's been it well has done. been a while. We love it. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Hawking Do Coffee and we will see you next time. Over and out.